Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hey Buglers, welcome to Top Stories. This is Producer Chris. We go back to July 2011 today, a little close to home. Our um, old employer, they were called uh, News International. <sighs> they were in the midst of a phone hacking scandal. Unfortunately, it was keeping the big cheeses so busy that they clearly did not have time to listen to this podcast. Bugle 161, hacking, a self-esteem issue, sounded a bit like this. Top story this week, Hack Attack Part 2. And, well, Andy, the News of the World scandal has deepened this week, taking all the attention of News International staff. I presume that's the case, as they definitely can't have had time to listen to the bugle last week. Otherwise, (laughs) I'm pretty sure we wouldn't be doing this right now. So, just when you thought this story couldn't get any more disgusting, new revelations emerged that were even more sickening. Following this story was like walking through a fetid sewer consoling yourself with the fact that things couldn't get any worse, and then having a pile of shit dumped on your head. <laughs> the the tornado of criticism got so strong that Rupert Murdoch was forced to abandon his bid to take full ownership of B Sky B, which is a tragedy. Oh, Andy, I'm sorry, I think I might have misused the word tragedy there. <laughs> uh, what What's the phrase for when something absolutely awful nearly happens and then doesn't? Oh, lucky escape. That's right. <laughs> that, that's the phrase I was looking for. Lucky escape. So as you said, we are still here, which means, well, either, I mean, possibly means that no one in News International listens to the Bugle, or that they do listen to the Bugle, but they've been a bit busy with other stuff this week, and they're going <laughs> to catch up shortly. Or that they have listened to last week's Bugle and fully endorse every word said on it, and every word said in your piece, uh, which you <laughs> stuck the boot in on the Daily Show. <laughs> but, I did, I, yeah, yeah, I'd put my boot somewhere, and then I see as they ran extremely hard into it with the things that they did. Yeah, I guess, my boot yeah. was stationary, they ran into my foot, Andy. Well, I, mean, well, I, I guess that will be settled at a court of law, John, with the help of a physicist. But anyway, I thought I'd better find out for sure, so um, I, I hacked into Rupert Murdoch's phone. And oh, that's good. Would you believe it, that his holes music, John, is you singing Bon Jovi's Bed of Roses? <laughs> And 95% of all of his voicemails are just Rebecca Brooks ringing up and going on about what an absolute dreamboat I am. And uh, <laughs> trying to persuade uh, Rupert to sanction an Andy Zaltzman swimwear calendar to put out with the Sunday Times. Wow. Well, I won't weird. do it, Brooks. I'm not a f***ing piece of meat. Unless by swimwear you mean whale skin. That's, I guess that's swimwear of a sort for, for whales. And I want the whales still alive. <laughs> 
I'll do your calendar, even though you have now resigned since I wrote the joke. <laughs> I will do this calendar only if you can arrange for me to be non-fatally eaten by a whale, Jonah style. Because I've always wondered, John, what Jonah must have thought whilst inside that whale, because you know the Bible writers would have spun it like a teenage Chinese ice skater at triple salco practice. Of course, the uh, the official line is that God sent the whale, gave uh, little Jonah a complimentary three-night full-board mini-break inside it, and then made the whale puke him out in time to get home for his Thursday bridge night. But Jonah's personal diary, however, suggests a slightly different story, recently oh. declassified under the Freedom of Information Act. Um, day one. F*** me, I've been swallowed by a fucking whale! <laughs> I thought I was toast when those sailors took me at my word and lobbed me into the f***ing sea, but I've been swallowed by a whale. I always wondered what it would be like to be a bit of plankton. This is going to be awesome. The trip of a lifetime. Day two. <laughs> it is f***ing disgusting in here! <laughs> It absolutely stinks of rotting fish, stomach acids everywhere, and the gas. Don't even get me started on the gas. I, I really need to tidy my room. And the big watery bastard stomach muscles keep contracting and expanding, trying to f***ing digest me. So I can't even get 20 minutes, Kip, without being launched around his belly like a rabbit on a roller coaster. Oh, shit. I seriously cannot see being eaten by a whale catching on as a novelty adventure holiday. This whale seriously needs to eat some dried apricots if I ever want to get out of here. I'm at the end of my tether, TBH. A die of half digestion. Krill and Plankton Carpaccio is not doing my figure any good whatsoever. And I'm pretty sure this whale doesn't keep kosher either. It's dark. <laughs> Please excuse my hand... What is that? Handwriting? Oh, handwriting. Oh, yeah. And I've been holding my breath for 36 hours now. Day three. I feel shit. Whale shit. <laughs> Everywhere. All around me. I've got to get out of here. Through this digestive phase, I've been largely dissolved, I've had most of my bones crushed, and I'm now suffering serious oxygen deprivation. I'm beginning to think I might die in here. Hang on, now sounds like the whale's unfolding a newspaper. Must be a copy of Aquatic Mammals Daily. He's turning to the back page. He's settling down. Yes! Cryptic crossword! That could mean only one thing! I'm out of here! I've had some rocky relationships in my time, but I never thought I'd be so glad to get dumped. <coughs> Day four. Back home safe. God's been in touch. He told me not to sell my story or he'll whack me out with a lightning bolt. He can be a really domineering boss sometimes. So controlling. Obsessed with the growth of his empire, even if he's increasingly out of touch and relies on his staff lower down the company hierarchy to do his dirty work for him. Typical tycoon. Anywho, he wants me to hold a press conference this afternoon and say that it was a f***ing breeze being eaten by a whale and that I was vomited up, not crapped out. He says I'll do one of his magic corrective surgeries on me, so I guess I'll have to suck it up. I don't see why he thinks the Bible-reading public are going to buy that patent bullshit, or why being chundered is so much more saleable as a story than being shat. But hey, he's the gaffer, and he'd better give me a really flashy new donkey for this as a deal sweetener. <laughs> there you go. Well, good point, Andy. Yep. Good point. Well made. <laughs> no point. Longly made. I think that's what we meant. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> So, police are apparently contacting about 30 suspected hacking victims a week now after investigations identified some 4,000 possible targets. And it's getting to the stage where if you haven't had your phone tapped, you're going to start worrying what was wrong with you. <laughs> Why don't they want to tap my phone, Andy? This is becoming a self-esteem issue now. Am I not good enough to tap? They should be tapping the shit out of this good stuff, Andy. I want to feel tap-worthy. Tap me! Tap me! <laughs> God, the news of the world is the ultimate bad boy, Andy. You just want their attention. 
<laughs> so Rebecca Brooks has uh, the former editor of the News of the World at the time when the uh, now defunct ex-crap rag did not so much scrape the barrel of investigative journalism as detonate a landmine in the barrel, then use industrial mining equipment to dig down several hundred metres underneath a barrel just to make sure they hadn't missed anything. Anyway, Brooks has quat. Quitted. <laughs> quat, quat, she's, she's resigned. Despite uh, the backing from the Murdochs throughout the Shemozzle so far, and um, also despite being found by an internal News International investigation to be, quotes, completely and verifiably not a witch, uh, she sank straight to the bottom of our jacuzzi of justice and has not owned a cauldron for several years now. Despite all this, she has stepped down as Chief Executive of News International as the continuing shitstorm of justified indignation, opportunistic political grandstanding, rightfully appalled disgust and high-octane journalistic sanctimony claims its highest-profile victim yet. Uh, Brooks said that she wanted to, quotes, reiterate how sorry I am for what we, for what we now know to have taken place. And mm. between the lines, I think she means how sorry I am that the world now knows <laughs> yeah. that it took place. So, yeah, that's, um, that's the apology. She also said she's planning, uh, she was planning to resign anyway in order to pursue her lifelong dream of being the first woman ever to cross Africa on a pogo stick. She said, I found in recent weeks that being the epicentre of a global tornado of revulsion has really curtailed the amount of time I can dedicate to practising boinging around on my pogo. Some days I've only been able to boing for like an hour and I really need to do three hours a day on the boing to build up to the Africa trip. If I don't boing up good in the next few months I run the risk of being fully boinged out by the time I'm even halfway across Somalia. I just want to bounce that was in the press conference this morning. <laughs> new, uh, new revelations came out this week uh, about Gordon Brown's financial records being tapped, as well as the newspaper finding out about his child having cystic fibrosis and very classily deciding to run that as a story. And these revelations also led to Rupert Murdoch and his son James being summoned to appear in front of a House of Commons inquiry board next Tuesday. Uh, the problem was that they're not British citizens, so that was not legally binding. And initially, Rupert Murdoch declined to appear, basically sending an RSVP saying, Oh, what a lovely invitation. I was so glad to receive it from the court-appointed messenger who placed it in my hand. Sadly, I will be unable to attend due to a prior engagement of not being anywhere near your stupid f***ing <laughs> inquiry. I hope it all goes well and that you all have a lovely time. Go f*** yourselves, Roop. So... Later, reports came out alleging that he'd also claimed he couldn't make it because he was, one, allergic to panels, two, was too shy, and three, had actually died in 1994. <laughs> so it seemed for a while like we were going to have to trick all three of them into appearing. MPs had looked into what kind of bait they might find the most appealing. Uh, Hugh Grant had said he'd be willing to sit inside a sack of cocaine in the hope of tempting them into the room. Uh, then the inquiry would just jump out from behind a sofa and begin immediately questioning them. Uh, they'd also looked into uh, hiding an attractive, white, missing seven-year-old girl in there, as well as a footballer and a page three model. It was thought there was no way they could resist those three things, Andy. That's their three favourite flavours of catnip. <laughs> But just as they were setting that trap, it emerged that uh, Rupert Murdoch had caved under pressure and said that he would actually attend, which raises the likelihood that on Tuesday we will see him, his son James and Rebecca Brooks in front of the MPs, which Don King is already currently in negotiations to promote. And if they do get them before an inquiry, get ready for some pretty nauseating moral grandstanding from the committee as well. Because there are few more disgusting sights in life than politicians ostentatiously criticising wrongdoers who they were completely complicit in not preventing from doing wrong. 
As you said, there is a bit of a spat uh, now between News International and former um, Prime Minister Gordon Brown, who accused uh, reporters of, quote, law-breaking on an industrial scale and acting as a criminal media nexus. Strong mm-hmm. words, and Murdoch yeah. is hit back by accusing Gordon Brown of lying in Parliament. So it is going to get feisty, John. These, this, this is, as you say, this is classic pre-fight trash talking. Yeah. This is... <laughs> actually, I, it would, it would be good. I think maybe Don King would be the ideal speaker for the House of Commons to replace... Perfect. John Absolutely Berkeley perfect speaker. ...for the duration of this. But, um... The Sun claims that it found out via a member of the public that Brown's young son, Fraser, had cystic fibrosis. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, here is a quiz for you. What did they do with this information once they'd found it out? A. Nothing. They realised it clearly verifiably and incontrovertibly had less than 0% relevance to the public as a news story, being as it was a personal matter of considerable sensitivity to the Brown family and their baby son, with absolutely no conceivable impact on how Brown could do his job as Chancellor. Or B. Mm-hmm. Splashed it all over the front page of Britain's biggest selling newspaper, then boasted about how it was setting the news agenda. A or B? That's a depressing question, John. Now, I know we all get questions wrong sometimes. Yes. As the 40% divorce rate in both the USA and the UK <laughs> can testify. But I think they should have got that one right. I, th- I don't. I, th- I think they should have gone A. They should have gone A. But uh, but even Gordon Brown, Andy, who I don't think anyone would say has not been a victim in all of this, was also complicit in the complete lack of oversight given to News International and their behaviour. As Prime Minister, uh, he apparently went to Rebecca Brooks's wedding and his wife Sarah Brown invited Brooks to a, a quote, slumber party at Checkers. <laughs> and I do think that while they were oh, come on, let's slumbering... <laughs> That's an Anne Summers party, John, isn't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. I do think while they were slumbering, Rebecca Brooks was probably going through their underwear drawer. (laughs) You don't invite that jackal into your home. Thanks for listening, Buglers. Politics is tough, right? So why not get something topical and kind of newsy, but without any of that sort of political stuff? It's The Gargle with Alice Fraser. There's a new episode in your pod feed now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss Lime Bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.